You're listening to In The Lead, the podcast for real estate pros looking to grow their business. Whether you're new to the business or a seasoned pro, we come to you each week with the latest technology and online strategies to help you sell more, work less, and make a difference in your community through your real estate business. This show is brought to you by Easy Agent Pro, creators of Lead Sites, the ultimate lead generation website for agents. For show notes and links, check out EasyAgentPro slash podcast. Morning, afternoon, and evening, Easy Agent Proers. This is Tyler and the Easy Agent Pro crew here with the podcast today, uh, here with In the Lead. Today, we're going to be diving into some of your questions that we got this week from BeatZillow and that you emailed into us and tweeted to us and everything. Uh, but uh, first, I just want to introduce everyone we have here. Got Alec and Kelvin in the studio. How's it going, guys? Hey, good. Glad to be here. It's going good, man. Thanks. You guys do anything interesting this week? No, man, just working. Lots of e-books, that's good. That's what you want to tell you. You didn't cook anything up? You didn't cook anything <laughs> yeah, up interesting, right. Alec? No, no, man. I've been, it's, it's just, it's been coffee and trail mix and uh, uh, lactation cookies, if you want to know the truth. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Wow. And uh, they're actually pretty good. They're basically an oatmeal chocolate chip cookie. That's, uh, that is fascinating. That is. They are uh, nutritious and delicious for those who are lactating and those who are not. <laughs> well, well, no. That's awesome. <laughs> We're officially off the rails, Kelvin. Got any spring? This just became my favorite, my favorite podcast. <laughs> any spring fashion tips for us out there? Yeah, actually, I came in prepped <laughs> for this one, so I was recommending a uh, like a light fabric NATO watch strap. Um, now that we're getting into the, the spring and summer, it's going to get hotter. So leather watch straps are going to make your wrist sweat. You don't need that. So fabric watch straps. That was my recommendation fabric this watch. week. So you like change out the strap Stylish. on your watch, huh? Yeah, yeah. You can take the head and the strap apart and you can swap them out. That's a really good idea because metal, metal watches too get, get pretty sweaty as well in the summertime. Yeah. Uh, it's uncomfortable, man. Good call. <laughs> well, well, it looks like we kept that intro a bit shorter. I realize some people out there don't like to listen to our yeah. Listen to our. We're missing Chris tips. and Robert. Yeah, I right know now. the two guys that'll chat for forever about anything. It's, right? You know, podcast can be ten minutes today <laughs> without Chris. Uh, anyway, I guess we'll get right into our Beat Zillow questions. We, it looks like we have three or four of them lined up. Uh, so, Alec, uh, first one's for you. Um, Randy Bridges, he is looking to do some Facebook ads, uh, and he doesn't really—he's not really heavy on the resources for emails or um, people in the CRM. But he has three Facebook groups with about 40k members in it locally, um, and he's trying to download their Facebook user IDs, uh, and he's looking for a software to do that. So, do you have any opinions on that? Um, yeah, as far as I know, that is not doable. Is that correct there? Um, to pull out their user IDs for all those different groups, um, I think there's a, usually a pretty good reason Facebook doesn't allow that. Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty frowned upon. That would, be, that would be in the category of like scraping data from Facebook. Uh, I, I actually follow a couple, a lot of internet marketers, and like that falls into the category of like gray hat or black hat, where you're doing something that's pretty much frowned upon, not best practice and illegal. Um, and I, I know of some that have literally had their, 
their Facebook accounts deleted, which means you can never run ads. Your pages, your group, those groups will literally be deleted. Um, yeah, like the risk, the risk isn't worth it. But if, but if this guy is managing them, it seems like um, you've been involved in the creation, you know, the pulse of what those groups value, that kind of thing. So it would, seems like it would be easier to create content and landing pages and that kind of thing that would give you opt-in forms to, to sort of, you know, by their interest level, sort of, um, move them from Facebook group over to some other kind of list that you could use those folks. For. Yeah. Like for example, we, we had someone this morning talk about how they got 300 leads from, um, we have this thing on lead sites called lead lock. You just put a uh, hashtag lock behind any URL and it turns it into an instant landing page. He put hashtag lock behind one of his Insta farm pages, got 300 leads from it. Like you own like the the cool thing about those Facebook groups is that Facebook actually shows people things in groups. If you post it on your page, you have to pay for it. And if you post it on your profile, it, it goes sort of middle of the way. But if you post it in the group, it goes to a lot of them and a lot of them see it. So you could post one of those lead lock links in those groups and a lot of people would see it. Yeah, and if you're already posting things, I'm sure you could sort of figure out a plan or a schedule or a ratio of, of what you wanted where you post like, you know, two or three pieces of high value content that are interesting that gets people clicking through. And then you, you pepper in one where it has like a a landing page or a lead lock, that kind of thing that actually captures, like starts capturing some of that traffic value, 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 and then. Yeah. And you can, you know, that's a great thing. And so what we've done with things like that is Zapier uh, has integrations with Facebook groups now, and I'm pretty sure buffer and IFTTT do as well. So with Zapier, for example, you could write, let's say there are 10 of these, let's say there are four of these, four of these lead lock things that generate leads, and you want to post one a week to the groups. You could go to Zapier, say, on every Monday at 10 a.m., send a post, then you can set up this round robin thing, you can load four of the round robins, four of those posts in there, and then it can pick one each week and then post it to your Facebook group. And so you can go from, you know, having to do that manually to automating it and getting the same value for less than you would if you scraped those, put them into Facebook ads and paid to, uh, to advertise to them. And those are going to be, yeah, those are going to be higher quality. The people that opt in and you build that list by them choosing to join in is going to be much higher quality of contact than just scraping it against their will and throwing them into <laughs> Yeah, plus, you, like, I wouldn't do anything with the word... Sc- I, if you're struggling to do it and you're looking for a software, like, like it's probably illegal. Um, and mm-hmm. I would not mess with Facebook because they, they just had their F. Did either of you watch the F8 summit? Anyone out there watch that? Yeah, actually I did. I was watching, there was a lot of updates happening on Twitter. <laughs> That's funny. You watch Facebook's updates on Twitter. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's where I get my news. I love Twitter. Yeah. Anyway, they have lots of stuff coming out. It's going to be a very powerful tool for advertisers. They've basically built Snapchat into like every app they use. Um, Facebook Messenger in the next year is just going to be like the best way. It's going to be the best CRM possible um, for a lot of real estate agents. So don't get banned from Facebook is the is the name of the game. Yeah. Cool. Well, what would Absolutely. you so and- just to stick on it a bit longer? So let's say you're Randy Alec and you own those. Let's let's say those three groups are. Um, just to make it local to Albuquerque. There, there are three Albuquerque groups. One's for like moms. One's for like uh, just locals chilling and talking about local stuff. Uh, and the other one's whatever. What would you post in those groups with Leadlock or with a squeeze page to then sort of arbitrage some leads out of it? That Yeah, I think I, I would want to know. 
a little bit more about those interest groups because one if, if one's a mommy group and then one's like a distance runners group or like whatever it is you know what i mean the the, the interests are going to be a little bit different but they're like if it be if with it being a local group i think anyone could get behind things like top local restaurants or top parks like that kind of stuff i think you could do a lot of the things that we talk about regularly yeah about just good local content and then um yeah, I don't know. Kelvin, do you have a thought on that? So what, well, what if it was like, I was just trying to think of trying to make a more specific example. So what if it was like a group for people who are like locally here in Albuquerque and they all love their dogs. And then you want to post something about the top. These are the like 10 dog friendly parks in Albuquerque that you could be taking your pet to. And these are different events. So maybe something along those lines. And then, you know, somehow you're trying to capture their information along the way of giving them that value. So you get them into your ecosystem. This isn't going to be very sales oriented, obviously, or or lead gen yeah, I mean, or focused. I, I, Go ahead. I, I, that's kind of where I was going with it is just that you want to tailor it specifically to that group. So if it is a dog group, you could do the top 10 dog friendly parks. You could do the top 10 running trails in the Sandia mountains. You could do the top yeah. 10, um, dog friendly bars and then maybe just drop a link in there about um, want, uh, want a bigger yard, a home with a bigger yard, <clears> or pet <throat> friendly, whatever it is. And then something that's actually real estate related that's lead locked for that list. And then you'll siphon off those people who are actually in that sort of likely to move interested in buying a house type group. Well, and who doesn't love dogs, right? I'm here. I oh my God. <laughs> What's happening? Chris sorry. Sorry about us. that he's, guys. He's running late with the, with the ladies show. and gentlemen, Chris McHale has joined us <laughs> Time for a, a five am. minute delay where we can talk I'm... about everything non real estate. <laughs> I am fashionably late and I apologize for that. <laughs> anyway, like, I've got what my you socks saying, and sandals on. What were you saying, Alec? Um, the, the actual post that this, this other guy used, it was for a new listing where he just teased that there was a new listing in this really popular price point. And so if you own those, those three groups there, you can lock down that, that page about the listing and you can tease it in there and get people to opt in because inventory is really low right now. So um, it's all about dangling the right fruit in front of the right people. Absolutely. Cool. Well, great question there, uh, Randy. Um, I hope that helps. I hope you don't get banned from Facebook. So thanks for asking that before doing something uh, that might get you banned there. And I, I think we'll move on. I'll let Chris take back over. Awesome. It's, I hope, hopefully Tyler was a good, uh, good host, good podcast DJ making it happen. No, you weren't too mean. <laughs> Dang. Then you were, then you failed. Oh, I That's guess. you. You're supposed to be me. <laughs> Um, no, cool. Uh, Randy, I thought that was a really interesting question. I just want to chime in really quick. Um, I, I noticed what Tyler had said on the Beatzilla group about it. So I was concerned and I thought that it was really good information. So I'm glad you guys covered that. Um, we'll move on to the next one. I'm kind of bummed that Robert's not here because he loves to talk about CRMs. Um, we Actually, have... like, before we get to the next question, uh, another post that came up this week that we just sort of wanted to clarify things on, uh, people were talking... We had a lot of people vote on some poll that someone posted about like the yeah. things you can or cannot just copyright copy. Yeah, so like yeah. copyright on the web and like just like in the line of I guess like our legal podcast of the year. You know, comes right after tax day. Um, <laughs> like you should not copy anything from anywhere on the web. <laughs> like like it would seem there 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 are a lot of votes on this that said like oh you can copy a whole blog as long as you link back to it and like. That's actually not that's not legal, and so I just want to just want to put that out there. That, not at um, all, man. If you're running a website, 
and you have a blog, you should probably write the stuff that's on there. And if you are putting images on there, you should probably either have taken them yourself, paid for them, or use one of the free stock photo resources that we link to um, because you can get sued. And it costs a lot yeah, of and money. And you will get sued. You, you can yeah. and will get sued. Yeah, for, yeah, for images, you can get sued for up to 10K per image, uh, per instance, on the site with, with very little defense. And for copying blog text, like depending on who you copy, that can be a major expense to your business. So I wouldn't copy it. You can copy the format. Like let's say they have this great like this great article about a community and you liked the five main headlines they used in there. You can copy the format of having five headlines similar to those, but don't copy the whole thing. Like that's, that's straight up illegal. Right. Yeah. I also th- just uh, context is important here because I also had some people writing some questions in about, well, like what if I want to use stats and stuff from like uh, realtor.com or something? And I was like, that's fine. If you want to use stats to back up your own content, that's perfectly fine. But what where, where the issue is, is when you're actually taking someone else's media or specific text and putting that onto your site. That's I just wanted to clarify the context there because some people were still asking about using research from realtor.com or other places. And that's okay. Well, yeah, because you want to use yeah, it you, as I mean, a reference. Even if, even if it's a... No, I was just going to say you want to use it as a reference, that's fine. Um, and make sure that you use it as a reference. Do not claim it as your own because it is right. not. It's really simple. Well, this even is, like, you it, know, it's people... not even not claiming it as your own. If you use over, like, you should limit it to like a paragraph at most. Anything over that right. is pretty much. This is one of those and things. That's what I was going to say. And it, it... Go ahead, go ahead. In your blogging template, there's a there's like a indented paragraph, like block quotation thing. Like you should be using stuff like that that makes it crystal right. clear that you're quoting someone else and you're not, it's not sneakily showing in right. your This is one of those text, things, yeah. It was one of yours. This yeah. is one of those things in life that are one of the very rare instances where it is black and white. There is no gray area here. If you do not feel comfortable with it or question it 99.999% of the time, it's because it's not yours. It's really simple. Um, you know, it's not even like that. I mean, like it's illegal. Like don't like, like it's not, if you question it, it's like, don't do it. Yeah. It's illegal. Exactly. (laughs) It's, it's, I mean, Alec, Alec, we, we went over this two podcasts ago with EAP has stuff taken all the freaking time and Alec was victim to it. And it's, you know. Doesn't that suck? Now that you heard Tyler say you get sued for 10k, you could have banked that. That would have been sweet. That would have been a good, a good party for the employees, huh? <laughs> the uh, <laughs> uh, and that's the thing is, you know, this can make or break you really quickly. So don't mess with it. It's really simple. It's black and white, not gray. There's no gray area here. And I just really want to instill that in people's minds, especially for like the one or two that did vote. Like, yeah, you could just copy and paste it. No, you yeah. can't. <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Always asking for permission is what's going to keep you safe. If, even if you're not sure, if we're being really clear about it, but if you're still not sure, always ask for permission and that'll keep you safe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and even uh, with stock photos, even if you use those totally straight up and you see it on someone else's site and you know it's a stock image, I've, I've seen some people say that too. They're like, oh, I, well, it was just a stock image and I took it from your site, not from this. Like they get like this weird logic in their head. It's like yeah. if, if it is a stock image, someone paid for the right and the license to use that and you didn't. It is or, not yours to use. Or Google Photos. I've seen people do Google yeah, exactly. searches and they're like, I just pulled the photo off of Google. And it's like, that's not okay. That came from another site somewhere. <laughs> That does seem to be like a, a pretty common misconception, though. A lot of people believe that, though, that if it's out there on Google and, and it, you know, they didn't steal it straight from the site, Google did, and then they stole it from Google, that somehow there's like a, 
Like but Google did. That's where, the thing is, you have to right. have to realize you have to realize that even Google is like making sure that that copyright is displayed correctly for that. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not Google saying that they own that intellectual property. That and, and that's what people get mixed up and confused with. I feel like I don't know, Tyler. What are you thinking? I can see the gears turning in your no, head. No, I'm not. Thinking, I mean, yeah, it's just don't steal shit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you heard it from the horse's mouth on that one. Just don't do it. <laughs> um, cool. Well, let's move on to the next question. Thank you guys. For, I really appreciate you guys carrying the podcast without me. That was I'm pretty impressed. Actually, it didn't. I didn't come in and all your guys' houses were on fire or anything. So that's good. The um, the next one that I want to talk about, Michael Favreau uh, brought up a question that I see way too not not way too much, but it's extremely common in the Beatzilla group. It's extremely common in in uh, support. It's extremely common and even in our office hours and stuff like that. Um, what CRM are you using? What are the pros and cons or some of them? What do you guys like uh, and what would you recommend? I mean, it's a really, it's one of those questions that we get so much. I just felt obligated to put it in on the podcast because we do have so many people listening now. Um, so Kelvin, if you want to start off, man, I mean, you, you're familiar with a lot of CRMs and then maybe Tyler can chime in too. Sure. Uh, my recommendations are always HubSpot and MailChimp. I think I just, I really love them because they're free platforms and the depth of functionality for free is pretty astounding. Um, in terms of real estate specific CRMs, I know part of the question he asked about text messaging integration, and I'm not entirely sure what strategy he's trying to implement, but I'm not sure which ones actually have text message integration. Does, um, I believe wise agent does, does anybody know if lion's desk has text message integration? Yeah. Yep. Follow up boss has it. Lion um, desk has it. Uh, wise agent has it. Um, yeah, there are a lot of them out there. <laughs> a lot of real estate CRMs. I, they all have free trials. And so everyone always asks us and like, yeah, they have free trials. And it's one of those things where everyone uses a different <clears throat> one. And because of that, saying what is the best one um, is a bit hard. So right. he asked for teams. And so for teams, I would check out follow-up boss. I would check up contactually. I would check out, um, you know, there, there are a bunch of them. So I would check <laughs> Every single out. one, yeah. right? Well, <laughs> and if, if like budget, if budget's a big consideration, then Realty Juggler and Lion's Desk are very cost-effective. That's Real the one. Theme CRMs. Lion Desk seems to be the one that like... It, it le- it's brought up four or five times in any conversation. Like somebody's using yeah. Lion Desk and somebody loves it. So that's people really enjoy it. Yeah, for individuals, Definitely. those are really good ones. Um, one of the things you shouldn't. I mean, again, Tyler, like we don't want to have like an officially EAP recommended CRM because there's different ones that fit different situations. Um, but well, and we're constantly updating the compatibility of of you know, all of the CRMs that are out there too. So it's not, we don't, we don't have a favorite, I guess is the best way to put it. And I think we, I think we stress that a lot. And I just wanted to bring it up in the podcast because I feel like, you know, twice a week, this question pops up and it's a good question. I'm not, I'm not belittling the question at all. It is a very honest, right. good question. I just feel like maybe getting some clarification from, you know, four people who work at EAP who are familiar with these things, they, they might get an idea of which one they want. Well, I think you just need to, like like Tyler said, ask yourself the questions, what's going to best fit your workflow? Are you an individual? Are you working as part of a team? Uh, the, do, are you operating on a pretty a pretty minimal budget right now before you can upgrade to something larger I guess, scale? I guess what, what I would say, and like, what Kel, that's good too, but um, what I would say is like, stop being Goldilocks to a certain extent where you're going from pot to pot to pot to pot thinking there's always something better. Uh, we, we got Infusionsoft way too early in the business um, about probably six months after we started. 
and it was way too much. And honestly, I didn't think it was worth it and I hated it for the first year and a half. And it wasn't until recently where we got very familiar with it and very, uh, there was a lot of stuff. Like I could show you some screenshots that would literally make you like gasp because they're very <laughs> intense because they're doing very intense things. And I think the mistake a lot of real estate agents do is they think there's, it's the grass is always greener syndrome. And whether it's your website, whether it's your CRM, whether it's your whatever, uh, you have to stop moving. I forget who the quote was. It was something like, uh, I think it was Einstein, um, where, where basically he said that if, if you're going to change or if you're going to move, the upside must be at least three to five X better in order to justify the move because you lose so much in the consistency and the regularity of staying where you're at right now. So for example, if you're on a CRM, I would very highly like advise you to not switch all the time. Um, there, there's so much gained from just sticking with it. Uh, whether that's, you know, your website or your CRM that I think you really need to like, not well, you end up from... spending so much more time just relearning right. the software. What would you What would you rather be a jack of all just using it to close leads? Yeah, a jack of all trades but... and a master of none, or do you want to master something and, and have it? It's not even it master. You're it's 100% like hundred percent right. Most CRMs can do all the same functionality, and it's like, are you willing to learn it and and implement the creative solutions to do it, or are you like? Basically, I'd rather use the tools I have right now because I know all of their limitations very in-depthly than I would be um, by like thinking, oh, I've got to switch to this next big thing. Because eventually, like, right. it's, you, you really hamper yourself with, you, with every switch. I see it every well, time out. we switch here at Easy Agent Pro. Every time we switch like, to something new, there's always some limitation that comes up that you didn't discover. And Alex, 100% right. Like, how much time, energy, and money do you spend relearning something, you know, that you've already, that you've already had? Well, and, it's, and it's, yeah, it's like the, the three to five X better. Like, most of those CRMs aren't three to five X better than, than one versus the other. There's some minor changes, it seems like, than a, a matter of taste. Do you like the interface? Does the interface clear to you? And that's different. It really is different for everybody. So I think, I really think the answer is, is what we said at the beginning is to is to demo a couple and and use find one that you like and is easy for you to use and then get to work running your business and closing leads you know and correct me if i'm said yeah for that crm and correct me if i'm wrong on this but i mean like we've said tyler said it a thousand times like focus on one thing at a time right you know let's start getting leads first before you start panicking about a crm Let's start. Yeah, you should use Google spreadsheets until you have like over 200 leads a month. There, exactly. And I mean, that, yeah, that's and, a good point. And we've made it very clear on every podcast that we talk about, Tyler. We've had, we've joking, we've joked about Shia LaBeouf, right? Just go out there and do it and then focus on one thing and <laughs> yeah. get it done. You should, you should get a lead site and integrate it through Zapier to a Google spreadsheet <laughs> and then just follow up with people that way. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. If you're a new agent, you just said it, you just said it again. Bucket to bucket, so. <laughs> Say it again, Tyler. One more time, please. Really get into well, this. I mean, I mean, no, but like, <laughs> you, like I think the the question is um, is a, is a little confused in terms of uh, what. I mean, maybe you, maybe this is your first switch in the last five years, and you're really considering it heavily. But I would treat that the same way I treat domain names, where I would never change it once you're once you're going. I agree. 
honestly, I wholeheartedly agree. Do you, Kelvin, what do you think? Do you agree as well? This is a no, approval. I agree. I do. I definitely agree. And I really agree with the point about like, if you're like a new agent and you're, you don't really have a base of clients or anything and you're already, fo- you're, you're panicking about what CRM to be using. You're focusing on the, com- the wrong thing completely. Right. No, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, thank you so much for that question. I think I, and, and like I said, this question's popped up so many times and, and we have, I mean, all, the four of us, I think can all agree on this as well Is like, we have talked about this over and over and over again at easy agent pro. Um, how do we handle how do we handle this type of question because it does appear so often um i think i think those answers are fantastic i really do uh focus in get one ma- not master it but get really good at it focus on it and then that's the thing is push that aside and start getting the stuff that matters out there start getting taking care of the important issues um like we said generating leads right that's more important to me than what see what what's what's got the better text message automation system Lion Desk or, or MailChimp or whatever, you know? So, um, great question though. Really good question. Really appreciate it. Uh, because we only had the two questions today, Kelvin and I were kind of brainstorming up some stuff to talk about. Uh, and I wanted to talk about this with you guys as well. Um, we want to talk about the mentality that we noticed with, with a lot of agents, um, focusing on sales rather than branding. Um, or, or the pros and cons of both of them or of each of them. And Kelvin, if you want to dive into this a little bit and kind of go in depth, I think you, I think you had a, I think you were onto something with this. So feel free to, to start chatting. Away. Yeah, I, I thought about, I thought this would be a really good topic for a video. So that's why I brought it up. I, I was actually, it was like late at night and like a lot of people, I was sifting through a bunch of different videos on YouTube from like thought leaders in marketing and, and stuff. And I came across a Gary V video and he talked about, investing time into sales versus branding and the mentality that sales is like hooking up branding is like getting married and i just thought that was such an interesting metaphor and i really thought it would be interesting to talk about for specifically a real estate audience like ours because i know everybody's so heavily focused on sales and that reflects itself in all of their marketing strategy and they either lack a branding strategy entirely or when they try to approach what would be considered a branding strategy it's still with a sales mentality and it doesn't pan out in an effective way. Does that make sense? I think so. Tyler, do you or Alec, do you want to chime in on that? Yeah, I think a lot of times agents that email me at least uh, don't think about don't think about these two things as different things. Uh, so, for example, I got an a, an email. Uh, let me find it right now. Uh, and she she had set up. She'd set up Facebook ads to like to like a blog post and she didn't she was wondering why it wasn't getting leads and the problem is like a blog post is branding marketing uh, long-term building of positive feelings um, positive association with your with your company a blog can be part of an effective sales funnel where you're where you're like the second line of it is like click here to get the free thing that then like triggers me to call you. Um, and then you can get like, I don't know, two out of every hundred people there to click that thing. And, and then you get two leads for every hundred people, but she didn't have anything like that set up. And so it's, it's this big discrepancy in not really realizing what is marketing and what is sales um, and thinking that marketing will get you sales or that sales will get you marketing because you, you need both. Um, we do, I mean, we do, five videos a week and correct me if I'm wrong, but those are like almost entirely branding, right? Calvin? You're completely right. Everything, all that free yeah, stuff no, we're putting up. Like, like, 
basically like Kelvin's whole job here is long-term branding, right? Like there's no, nothing really directly tied to sales from that. And so are you investing enough in the future with your marketing for there to be easy sales? And yeah. are you doing and I think enough that is a right big part now? Of what branding does is it, it it sells people before you actually before they actually make contact with a salesperson. It, it it's a slow sell process before they actually are in being quote sold. You know, it's yeah. I think we were talking about this before the other day, Tyler, um, about how how much easier it is to sell when they've already the, that branding effect has already been achieved and they've already sort of been sold before you sell, kind of thing. Absolutely. There's probably a better way to say that, but that branding <laughs> effect is powerful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that building of equity in the future that then, like, how many easy... The way you should think about it is, is marketing and branding is how many easy deals you will do next year from what you do this year. And then sales is how you're going to sell a house next week. And right. you've got to work on both of them, and you've got to work on both of them really hard. Right. I feel like... And correct me if I'm wrong here, like when when you have this mentality that all I want to do is sell houses, all I want to do is make money, you're you're dealing with numbers so regularly that these people become numbers to you and that effect will wear off on or, on, or wear onto your branding as well. Um, look at a, a good example of that. To, obviously, it's not real estate related, but like Walmart, right? Would you rather shop at a company like Whole Foods? who focuses on their branding so much, who cares about their mentality of what they, what they are so much, or would you rather go to Walmart? Well, I think that's a bad, like, like your analogy is good, but your, your analogy is not good, but your message is right. Like they both focus on branding really hard. Walmart's like everyday low prices and that's what all their ads are. Right. And Whole Foods is like whole, like they both do, those are both branding things you brought up. Right. Right. And it's not one or the other is better. They're both targeting different people. people. Yeah. And that's the thing is you got to find out who you want to target, why you want to target them. And in, in return, think about it. Think about the message you're sending, right? These people aren't numbers. If you, if you want long-term success, you can't treat them that way. I feel like personally, uh, that's that. well. You can't. So when you're getting started, you need to forget about branding. You need to forget about logos. You need to forget about slogans, and you need to go out there and sell some real estate. Like you just need to. You can do that through ads. You can do that through cold calling. You should go door knock. You should go build relationships. Like you need to just like shut up and go do that, and stop thinking. Right. But at some point, you have to start investing in the things that will get you more easy transactions next year. And then at some point, you got to start investing in the things that will get you easy and more transactions in like five years. And so it's just a, it's just a continuum. Anybody else want to chime in on that? Nope. I'm good, man. I think that was a really good discussion about it, actually. You guys gave me some good uh, food for thought for the video. Yeah, definitely. Um, Cool. With that said, I really appreciate you guys kind of carrying the podcast without me. I apologize for being late to the party. Um, hopefully this has been helpful. Hopefully you guys don't stop, you know, you guys do stop stealing images. (laughs) If you are doing that, if you are not doing that, continue carrying on the, uh, and go delete them and like, make sure your website isn't in, because even if let's, let's, even if you put an image on your site and then delete it, but then they can find a screenshot of that from like when it was on there, they can still sue you. So go take those off right now. (laughs) Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, get that sorted out. Thank you for the CRM question. Hopefully you just pick one and, and rock with it and make it happen. Um, and then before that, what was the other question about getting banned from Facebook using some type of program or something? Don't do that in review. 
<laughs> um, thank you guys so much for sitting in with us. Hopefully this has helped you a little bit. Uh, if you guys have any questions or want to comment on the podcast or, or even want to join in and think that you might have some important stuff to say, send us a, a email to support at easy agent pro, uh, send us a tweet at easy agent pro. Um, or I think that's really, it. you can give us a call as well. There's all sorts of ways to reach us. Um, and from there, thank you guys so much for sitting in. Thank you so much for listening as always. And we will see you next week. Bye guys. Thank you. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to In The Lead. If you have enjoyed the show, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher and leave us an honest review. For more great content, check out our blog at easyagentpro.com. And as always, we'll see you later.